Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. We are your hosts, Josefa Kapadia and Jasper Rivers. Get paid for your pad. 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 Welcome, everybody, to the next episode of Get Paid for Your Pad. Today, I welcome two guests on the show. They are a mother and son team who have just created a new business helping people rent private rooms, and they run a website called Simple Hospitality. So, Sally and Christopher, welcome to the show. Hi. Good uh, morning. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for, uh, thanks for joining. Um, let's uh, start off by introducing um, yourselves and let the listeners know what you guys been up to, what's your background, and and uh, what we are going to talk about on the show. Hi, I'm Sally, and I've been hosting or involved in hosting um, for around 40 years. I first started in the 70s um, running chalets for ski companies in France, and I did three ski seasons in Val d'Isère, Courchevel, Mirabel, and uh, Verbier in Switzerland. And um, I was trained as a chef um, prior to that. And um, back in 1993, I found myself where I needed to create an income. And I took the ideas from being a chalet girl and started doing students um, in my own home. I had three rooms and two bathrooms. And from there, I created six years later um, bed and breakfast, and later on, uh, back in 2009, I went to another level. I decided to do three bedrooms with three bathrooms and created boutique bed and breakfast in southwest London. Okay, so you've got uh, quite a bit of experience in the, in the hospitality business, so to speak. Yes, I love people. I love meeting people. I like um, looking after people. I've worked in restaurants, wine bars, um, and I've also done coach tours of London um, on buses, so to speak. Um, and um, it's something that um, comes easy to me, um, and um, I, I find I've got a natural flair for it. Um, so, yeah, hospitality is what I love doing. That's awesome. And uh, when, when did you decide to bring your son on board? Um, he's, he's had to grow up already since he was three, um, having people in the house and it was a natural progression, but, um, he didn't decide that he wanted to work into ho in hospitality until, uh, he did a trip to South America and he was away for three months. And when he came, I asked him before he went, you know, would you help me? Because I think there's a need and people need to be coached in this. Um, and he said he'd give me an answer. So it was the longest three months of my life. 
And, he came back and he said, I'll give it a go. So it's been great. It's a, a real privilege to work with your son and, um, oh, I'm getting emotional. And I love working with younger people. So what made you decide to, uh, to join Christopher? Well, um, God, it's, it's like a it's quite complicated answer to a simple question. Um, I don't know. I mean, I worked in other areas. I did, I did some work in television um, and discovered quite quickly that it wasn't for me. Um, and I kind of didn't really have a career in mind. Um, and the more I thought about hospitality, the more I, I realized how sort of naturally it came to me from, from growing up around people all the time. Um, I started to really sort of get quite interested in it. I mean, my background is I went and I did history at university. So and I always liked finding topics that no one else had really sort of discussed or discovered or really done a lot of work in. And the more I researched into hospitality, the more I realized it's a massive field. It's huge and it's, it's got deep roots and it's something that's really got a lot of potential. And especially now, I mean, it's probably one of the most exciting industries to be working in or be part of uh, in the, in the day and age. I mean, everything's changing and it's changing very rapidly and and I found that really quite excited me and appealed to a side of me that wanted to be involved with something that was moving quite fast pace okay so you you guys have quite a lot of uh, experience in, in in hospitality and uh, the focus is for to advise people who rent out private rooms so you know, I'm uh, I'm really excited to sort of pick your brain and uh, get some uh, get some tips for for those airbnb hosts who are listening right now and who are renting pri renting out private rooms so what's what's our what is what's the most important uh, aspect of hospitality would you say being organized um and efficient um it goes without saying that the room um is immaculate um and um stylish in in each in everyone everyone has a different style um and um to also be very welcoming be very accurate about how you um describe your room its location and easy access um and um yeah, well, when it comes to private rooms, it's because it's in your own personal home, you've got that clash of your own sort of private space versus making these spaces sort of open to public public use and, and consumption, really. And so you've got, you've got to be very organized to make it feel as if they're not imposing themselves in your home. You've, you've definitely created a space for them to, to feel like they can be at home in your home without, yeah. So, so you need to have that sort of mix of personal and sort of professionally sort of organized and, and done so that it, it seems like it's quite seamless. They can't stay, they, they can't blur the edges between, um, not, they feel like they're imposing versus being very welcome. So right. I think that's key aspects. The first five minutes of meeting a complete stranger at your front door is the most crucial um, five minutes for the whole stay. It sets the tone of how the relationship um, and the stay will be between the pair, you as the host looking after that person and the guest with those expectations. Mm -hmm. um, and it's always a good idea to, when you welcome them, you know, obviously not at midnight, but if there is, when they come in, to welcome them, ask them about their 
have they had a good journey? Because most people don't travel well, and they've always got a story. Um, and just to offer them a refreshment, um, you know, just to calm them down. Always have prepared a, a leaflet um, of um, the emergency numbers, the local area, the transportation, and also generally your contact details in, in a leaflet and, you know, uh, the do's and don'ts. Um, that always is a good thing so, because the guests can read it later when they're in the privacy of the space that they've rented. Um, the, and spend some time with them, you know, a half an hour or so if you can. Always allow that space for when they do arrive because you can get to know them over a coffee or a juice or something or a drink and you can reiterate what you've already got in the leaflet by introducing them to the space, by walking them around. This is, um, you know, this is where you're going to have breakfast. Um, if you can use a terrace or the garden, um, you know, but always look up. Um, and this is where the family live. Um, and these are our spaces and you're on a floor above. So you're talking them through so that you're actually defining the, 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 um, the lines so they don't get blurred. You're reinforcing um, where their parameters are okay. and where they're staying, which gives them, you know, security because it's a big thing to walk into a space that you've never seen before and to, you know, um, feel at home. Mm. Yeah, I imagine because uh, I mean I've never hosted anyone uh, in as a sh in a shared space because I rent out my place, I rent yeah. out the entire place, right? But I imagine one of the most important things is to get a feeling for whether the guest wants to have the privacy or whether the guest wants to engage in conversation and maybe potentially do some things together. Because, you know, like Airbnb, especially with Airbnb, there are a lot of people who are using Airbnb because of the, of the personal connection with the, with the local host, right? And, and I hear stories about people spending whole weekends with each other, the host and the guest, where, where the host will show the guest around town, have dinner together, cook together, etc. But I've also heard stories from, uh, from, from other hosts who, uh, who mainly have guests who are looking for the privacy and who don't really want to engage in too much interaction. So um, how, do you, how do you sort of gauge whether, whether the guest what, what the guest is looking for. Do you ask specific questions or, or how does um, that work? I mean, it's interesting because it's, it's, it's as much about what your guest wants as what you want as well. So you've, I mean, you've got to find, strike that balance and you've got to have your own sort of, you've got to have a, a process that fits within your sort of, um, your way of hosting your, your, your sense of how you, you relate to a guest. I mean, one, one thing is you ask some certain questions. So for instance, would you like a tea or coffee? Would you like to have a refreshment? That's, one way of you offering them uh, a chance for them to engage with you. Lots of people will say, no, we're okay, we're going to go straight out, and that's fine. You just go, oh, okay, no worries, absolutely. And as you say, there's others who are like, yes, please, yes, please, and you spend an hour and a half sitting in the kitchen with them, which can be really nice. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, for us, we haven't had that thing where we've had a whole weekend, especially for short-term guests, like one or two days. You don't really get that same kind of um, time to know each other, unless it's their repeat bookings. Then... Obviously, we've had we've had guests of ours come to dinner. Um, we've 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 even sort of suggested things since we've gone to occasional shows. We've all, we've we've definitely had more of a 
and outside of, of the accommodation um, relationship, which was great, but it's all about striking that balance and, mm-hmm. and you've got to read them within the th- first 30 seconds and you can usually tell um, whether they take you up on a refreshment idea, whether they come down to talk to you quite soon after arriving. Um, there's lots of different little, little signs and as, as you say, it's, it's about judging it. Mm-hmm. Um, and about what works for you. you. I mean, you can't always be the the best. You can't always sort of do everything all the time. You've got you've got to how to sort of create that natural barrier and say you are a guest and we are the host and we're here to look after you as much as we are a host to help you and to guide you and to to give you the best experience possible. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it it all comes down to what the guest expects, if, especially if they're coming over here for a course. Are they coming over here with family? Are they a single traveller? Are they a couple? Couples tend to very much spend a lot of time on themselves. Um, they definitely come away as an item. Single travellers definitely feel they, they normally come for a particular reason, but they do want that interaction, especially in the evenings. Um, and, I mean, families as well. That's, that's, we've had, we had a lovely family come stay last year, New Year, and um, they, actually, they actually own a chateau in France. And we had a great time at breakfast. We, we, we eventually started sitting down with them two days in, and uh, we all enjoyed breakfast together, and it was yeah, it's it's, it's very it's interesting. It's I mean, it's it's also those who have never been in those situations before, because that's one thing Airbnb has done is it's opened up domestic hospitality to a market that's never really considered staying in in private homes. The the other thing is we have three um, bedrooms with each with their own ensuite or private, so we get three t- three different sets of guests, and what we have uh, found is we can start the conversation and get them by the end of the breakfast they're all talking with each other and one of the sometimes several times um, it happens where they all hook up with each other and either meet up for dinner or they go to town together Mm -hmm. Um, and that is really great complete strangers sitting around a table that end up the best of friends for that stay in in the moment and as a host myself I, I get great joy watching that. It's it's a privilege actually, um, and um, it's only by experience and dealing with people all the time that you can judge it quite quickly. And this is what we want to teach and help hosts have that skill because it is a skill um, that you do develop, having done it for many years, and it does help you with your experience of having people staying in the house and it would also encourage people because most people I see only want to do one room but if they have the skill sets that we could help them with they would probably find another room that um, in their home that they would want to turn over um, to an, um, another set of guests because um, when I interview people and talk to them they start off with one room and once they've got the confidence they ring back and say oh I'd like to do two rooms I'd like to except three to five guests um, because they're not sure if they can cope or handle um, more than one one guest or a couple at a time. Mm-hmm. And where are you guys located? Um, we're located in southwest London um, in an area called Tooting. Okay. Um, so, uh, I mean, we're not, we're not in central London. Um, so we realized that um, one of our biggest attractions is um, we're, not, we're not necessarily location. Um, I'm sure you can always find those for cheaper, but we do have great service, and we do have uh, um, a, a very nice, very nice house that has been renovated top to bottom, 
and um, we find that we get a lot of we get a lot of repeat bookings. I mean, we must be on about thirty percent repeat bookings for our yearly quota. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's quite a lot. We've we've had people coming for eighteen years, others coming for twelve, thirteen years, and they come for six, eight weeks. Mm-hmm. So it almost feels like we've got relatives coming to stay, but they pay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, six to eight weeks that's that's a long time yeah yeah i mean it's it's interesting the reason why reasons why people come to stay with you are so varied i mean more recently we've discovered it's we've had a lot of uh there's, a, there's been an influx of people moving into the area and tooting it's starting to become um a bit more upmarket as such and so we get a lot of parents coming down for their children who've just moved around the corner you've got a lot of um a couple of sort of weekends away parties um what are, the, what are the reasons? Friends of friends. Yeah, friends of friends. Mm-hmm. Business travellers. Um, we we get people from Australia, New Zealand. Um, we've got someone coming for Christmas from Japan. Yep. Um, we get Italians, French, and of course German, Austrian, and Swiss. And we get a lot of families as well because we've got three rooms. We can accommodate a whole family all together. Mm-hmm. Um, which is quite it's quite useful because sometimes you get the parents with the children and the grandmother comes along, so you kind of need three rooms um, to accommodate them all. Um, so that's another another appeal, I think, why we uh, why we why we uh, and, and the single traveller likes staying here because they've got a chance to meet other people. Mm-hmm. We had a regular businessman this weekend, and we had a makeup artist from Berlin who works for television and theatre, and um, they just. They're just like meeting random people that they would never come across normally and sharing breakfast. Mm-hmm. And so um, you guys are using different websites to attract, uh, to acquire uh, the guests. Um, We've got our own website. We're on several other platforms um, and by word of mouth in the community. So what's some, what are some of the platforms that you're using? Um, one of our one of our main sources for this year, because what's interesting about platforms is they you, they vary in terms of work each year. So some will perform well one year and then they won't perform as well the other year. Um, one that's been quite constant is TripAdvisor. Um, you can also pay things like business rates if you wanted to um, sort of uh, leapfrog in, in terms of sort of having specials and being able to offer a bit more of a dynamic sense of um, of offer to to guests. Um, we've worked with a lot of there's, there's a in, in the UK we have a long tradition of, of bed and breakfast as such and there's a company called Woolsey Lodges they've been going for 30 years um, they have very much an old boys network as we would call it um, and that's sort of like a, it's like a membership fee and um, they have a they have a very sort of a loyal customer base would you say yeah. they're older but they're a loyal customer base and that's one route that has definitely brought us in income and they're quite good bookings they average three to four days which is nice um our own website does quite well um we work with an agency in germany um who specialize specifically in german speaking um and they definitely um brings in a a good chunk of work throughout the year yeah about 20 percent and and other homes in the area um we we all know one another and if we can't do a booking we we pass on because we're, we're finding more and more now that if we're full, um, we always give a recommendation. And, and we able, want to as well, don't we? Yeah, we want to give a recommendation. And we find that most uh, people have taken the trouble to give you a call. They say, can you recommend another B&B in the area? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is a growing market. Hyper-local. 
yeah. it's 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 going to be one of those ones you can't always rely on work coming in from from overseas. I mean, the local community is a is a vast source of of work, and and it's also quite nice as well to have that sort of um, the person you know who knows the person around the corner, and it definitely makes it feel like you're a bit more embedded in the community, which is which is nice. It is is nice. Mm-hmm. And just to be clear, you are currently not using Airbnb anymore, right? You, you guys used to use it, but right now you're not uh, using Airbnb. We're not using it because we weren't getting um, any bookings and or any inquiries because it's very hard to compete with a this three three roads down a house that's got a very nice bedroom and a private bathroom, one floor above. She's half our price. And Tooting has gone from 30 um, rooms to over 380 rooms in the area. Um, And, you know, we're not being found. And also, you can't compete with someone charging £20 and we charge £95. Mm -hmm. And what about, so this is quite interesting, TripAdvisor, I've never heard of... Uh, people using TripAdvisor. I thought TripAdvisor was a platform where you can get information, but uh, I didn't realize you can actually list your room on TripAdvisor. Yeah, no, it's it's quite a recent thing where you, they're going to have a booking system coming in there soon as well. Um, but yeah, TripAdvisor is one of those ones where, as you say, it started out as listing and reviews, and it's a place where people could double check. But then um, if you say apply business rates, you can have your website link up there, you can have a phone number, you can offer specials. And I mean, we found that a lot of people refer to TripAdvisor as sort of like an existential, uh, as a sort of third person voice on whether whether they should decide to book you. So they check you out. Yeah, you, you get checked out. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you get bookings through TripAdvisor, the website, or people, they look you up on TripAdvisor and then oh. they, they go to your website and that's where they make the booking. Yeah, both. I mean, what we try and do is we, we, we haven't gone for booking the booking option on the TripAdvisor website because it's an option that you can apply, you can ask for, um, but we like to get them to come to our website. And then from there, we get an inquiry. But we found that we get quite a lot of traffic, um, quite a big international traffic community, especially people who are coming from afar for quite a long period of time. They like to have that reassurance. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, we had a lady from China who was coming over to do um, a sugar art course. And um, I mean, she, she was definitely a person who did her research, and um, and one of the, and we found out quite quickly that she uh, she looked us up on TripAdvisor, she'd read all the reviews, and it and it gave her a great sense of confidence. And um, and then when she saw that we lived up to the expectation, it it, made, it really sort of helped make her stay. But I, mean, I think it's definitely a, a tool for those who are coming from further afield. It definitely gives that that bit of reassurance and and uh and confidence that they're making the right decision because because you don't want to spend that much money and make a bad decision and it's quite stressful if you get it wrong mm-hmm. um and you've kind of got no one else to, to blame but yourself so let's talk about simple hospitality so there's a it's it's a website that aims to help people get started by with renting out private rooms and you guys have also have a free video course available for people Yes, yes, we do. Um, well, yeah, simply um, came out of um, our experiences as as being hosts and agents and an agency, um, and we've it sort of it started off as a posh blog, shall we say? Yes. <laughs> and uh, it's quite it's, it's taken about two years to get to where it is now, and, and I mean, there's still a long way to go. Um, 
and very very much it was about it was it was it was us trying to figure out what we felt that was needed as much as versus what we we were sort of um sort of trying to get all our thoughts down and get all our ducks in the row and figure out um what it is we could offer um especially to the new um growing community working with Airbnb or Wimdu or all these sharing platforms mm-hmm. um so our free course is um something we we thought is just get all the information down that you can find on the internet as much anyway, but just have it all in one place. Um, and it was, uh, and it's been an interesting process because the more we do it, the more we're sort of, sort of creating something at the same time, and we're starting to really sort of see the processes and and um, and develop ourselves as as more modern agents as such. Because I mean, the Ben Breakfast agents are sort of one of those ones where. It's like the travel agent; they've had the same sort of impact. But I still think the skills and the knowledge is very valuable, and that's what we're trying to convert into something that's definitely more modern and uh, more appealing to uh, the sharing community. Mm-hmm. And so, for for those who are listening or are interested in uh, in in learning more, uh, what what can people expect from the course? What we've done is we've um, explained many areas. It will, it will just resonate with them in the respect that they can see, oh, I'm doing that right, or I haven't thought of that. Um, and it can just reaffirm um, what they're doing or where they could make a slight improvement. So it's simply beginning. So it's the first level of hosting, you know, where you've just got one room, one person. Um, because we aim to do um, two other levels as well. Um, so that if they want to grow into it or they want to change their lifestyle, we're, we're pacing it so that they can develop those skills and see if it really is for them or they just want to keep it as a top-up income mm-hmm. or they want to do it on a, a bigger scale. Yeah, and, it, and it's what we've done is we've, we've just said, look, mm-hmm. this is what a room um, can have and should have as such to sort of create a, uh, a sort of sense of... Standard. Yeah, a sense of standard. Um, and to know that, oh, okay, well, I've, I've ticked all the boxes here. That's really good in terms of the bathroom facilities, in terms of bedroom facilities. We've also done an example breakfast. I think that's one thing that um, isn't really developed as much as the rest of of the um, material that's on the on the internet that you can find about hosting. Um, and the bre- we found that breakfast is is a very important part of of bed and breakfast. Um, okay. of, of, yeah, it's it's a great opportunity to get to know your guests, your guests to get to know you. Communication. All of our hints and tips are given out mostly at the breakfast table, um, and I think food has a has a massive part to play in hospitality and and how and how you sort of interact with with other people and strangers. And we found it's it's a nice creative outlet as well. Um, it's something that we're always constantly working on. It's become a USP. I mean, one of the big things that if if people talk about us, they say, oh, "Well, we had a great breakfast." And for us, setting up a guest for a great start to the day is is one of the um, it's one of the things that we, we really feel that we should, we need to do and we need to give them. Um, and we also cover things like information. We talk about what kind, what kind of information you need to have written down because then it saves having to answer all those questions all the time. Um, little maps, just all these things in the row. So when they ask you the question, just go, yep, yeah, it's here, it's there, it's, it's ready to go. And then you, you save time, you make it really efficient. Um, we also talk about, um, uh, I mean, in the UK, the laws are different everywhere, all over um, countries and different states, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And so we've we've compiled a list of all the information we know that a host should be aware of, 
um, and links to other to websites and and it's all there so they can browse it they can spend time sort of going through it and they're, they're well informed and that's what we'd like to be we would like to make people well informed from the beginning um, in terms of what they need what what they need to improve on what they need to look at and um, give them a sort of a, a foundation give them confidence as well and by being very confident your your guest um, you know feels safe yeah yeah, absolutely. If there's one thing a host is 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 main concern, the first thing they need to concern about is that is the safety and well-being of their their guests. That's the number one, and that can be applied to every area, and and it should always be in the in the forefront of a, of a host mind. Yeah, I've checked out parts of the course, and uh, it's, I definitely have to say you guys did a really good job at the at the production. It looks really uh, professional. Oh, thanks. So, uh, yeah, I'm really excited to uh, to to watch the rest of it and. And for those who are listening who are interested in watching it, where, where can they find it? Um, well, it's on our website, simplyhospitality.com, um, and it's under the title of Free Course <laughs> for the moment. <laughs> um, and all they have to do is there's a promo video, there's a little bit of uh, intro, and, and then they just need to submit their email, and it, the course is theirs. And they can come back to it any time. It's completely open, so... It's it can, they can refer to it as many times as they need or want. Awesome. I, Jasper, I I do a blog twice a week about what it's like to be um, a B and B host, and I integrate what's been happening in the house with guests, um, and um, it, it's it's quite a nice read for for people if they want to see what what it's like to. Um, it's almost like a, a written live um, blog of um, how Parklands operates on a week-to-week basis. Mm-hmm. I, I've really enjoyed writing it. I've been nagged for many years to start a blog, and I thought about it for about a year, and I gave myself a deadline after I came back from a week in Wales to start. And I actually really enjoy writing it, and I wish I'd started a long time ago, but hey, you know. At least it's it's out there, and uh, I make time every week or twice a week uh, to uh, write it. Chris checks it, and we publish it. And um, it, I get a lot of fun out of doing it. Mm-hmm. I once did a blogging course, and the, there was a question. It said, "When is the best time to start a blog?" And then the answer was, "A year ago." <laughs> I love that. And then they said, and they said the, the second, the second best time is now. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It looks, uh, it looks good. And so the blog is also uh, at simplehospitality.com. Yeah, simplyhospitality.com. Yeah. It's an, it's called uh, Sally and Stuff. That's the one. Yeah. So. Uh, mm. Yeah. So for those who are listening, go ahead and check that out. And of course, uh, yeah, you can get the free course on the website as well. So I'm sure you can probably learn a few things. If you do, if you are renting out a private room, you can learn from Sally's experience. And she's been hosting since uh, the 70s. So that was before I was born. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure that uh, there, there's going to be uh, some, uh, some really good stuff in there. Is there is there anything else you you guys wanted to share with the listeners? I I'm passionate about food and I write 
and create some recipes and suggestions at breakfast times. And I also put out my own recipes um, on on another. I think it's called Eat Drink Sauce. So anything that I make in the house, um, we take pictures of and we post the recipe. Yeah, we don't eat food anymore. We just take pictures of it. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm in uh, I'm in Asia right now. And that's what people do here too. They call it I iPhone eats first. <laughs> So yeah, absolutely. I've actually start, I've started taking pictures myself as well. I've been spending so much time in Asia. <laughs> no, it's great. It's a great country. Thailand, yeah. It's Whereabouts are you in Thailand? Because we've been there. I've been there a couple of times. I'm actually in uh, Chiang Mai right now. I'm staying at an oh. Airbnb here. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, really nice. A lot, nice. Uh, a lot more quiet than uh, hectic Bangkok. <laughs> Bangkok's nuts, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> It's almost off its rocker. It's so it's just so much going on. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's quite Sorry. nice to be, it's quite nice to be here in Chiang Mai. It's very peaceful and very quiet. It's a very different yeah. vibe. Mm. Mm. Oh, amazing. We were there uh, Christmas time, um, and we were in Phuket. Okay. Um, several years ago. Enjoying the beach. Absolutely, yeah. Great. Well, um, Christopher and Sally, it was a pleasure to have you guys on the show. And congratulations with the website and the free course. Oh, thanks very much, Joshua. Thank you very much. It's great, great having a chat to you and talking to other people who uh, are in the helping other people in hospitality and, and sort of really driving this forward because it is, it is a very exciting time at the moment and, uh, and it's only going to get more, more interesting, shall we say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I just hope that if we can give inspiration to people that are thinking about it or um, or inspire them to give it a go or, you know, they've got that spare room and they need a top-up income, mm -hmm. um, you know, look at our video and... It, well, talk to us. Give us a call. Um, we're going to be starting doing more. Um, I mean, we're 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 UK specialists, but I mean that's that's where we we've lived and we we know where we know we know our way around it as such in the UK and and we definitely want to help as many people in 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 our in our areas. Yeah, as many people as we can because we we feel that we've a, we've got a lot to offer and there's um there's a lot to share. Um, and I think that's that's an important part to 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 sort of have on the side alongside the actual act of of um living and staying in B&Bs, but also mm -hmm. developing the knowledge and, and encouraging each other to sort of come forward and say, hey, yeah, I've, I've, I've had, I've, I've, I know, I know I've got a few things to say, which is good. You know, and if anyone's got any doubts about something, we can iron them out because we've had a wealth of experience, obviously, doing this in our own home for 23 years. Yeah, you can read some of our stories on the website as well, on the Kitchen Tales. Um, we release a story once a week, and I mean, they're all true, I and mean, we've had we've had so many different people come through the front door, it's, it's, it's unreal, really. Mm -hmm. and, and this month, for December, I decided I'd go a bit um, soppy, and it's all the romance that's happened in the house, so we were trying to decide whether we called it true romance. <laughs> 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 so I've written four stories. I've got two other ones to write, which are naughty ones. <laughs> okay, that sounds interesting. Well, let me it's, know when that goes live. I'll take a look. It's, 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 <laughs> yeah, we'll do. <laughs> it's, it's a fun. It can be fun. It's hard work. 
it can be great fun. And I just wish there was someone like me when I first started. Mm. I would have saved myself a lot of agony, a lot of mistakes. Um, and, you know, just to be able to ask someone some information. Um, it wasn't out there at the time when mm. I started doing this. Mm -hmm. So that, this is what I'm passionate about, passing on helpful knowledge to, uh, for people to stay in uh, this industry. Because it's a bit like skiing, because I was a ski instructor, and that's why I lived in the mountains. If your first experience of skiing is not a good one, you never do it again. Yeah, absolutely. So this is what hosting's about. We want to make it a good experience for everyone. Yeah, all round, host and guest. Yeah. It's got to work for both of you. Awesome. Well, uh, thanks again for, for being on the show and for the listeners. Uh, thank you for listening. And I've got one special announcement to make. So our book, Get Paid for Your Pad, almost has 100 reviews on Amazon now. It's 91. And we'd love to get it over 100. So if you have bought the book, um, I would be very grateful if you could leave a review. And if you do, I will personally take a look at your listing and will uh, give you a 30-minute uh, consult to help you improve your listing. So if you do uh, leave a review, please just send me an email, jasperrivers at gmail.com, or you can email info at getpaidforyourpad.com, and I will get back to you as soon as possible. So thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.